People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, inviting you to join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear our take as three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can follow us on Facebook. You can reach us with your comments, questions, suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and you can email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our long-awaited YouTube channel. And now on with this week's episode. Happy holidays again, Brothers Talk family, as we welcome you and all of our first-time listeners around the world, wherever you're listening in. We're fast approaching the end of 2023, and we're glad you've joined us to spread the message that promotes critical thinking and thoughtful conversations, advocating for social activism and uplifting people everywhere. And we thank you for your help with the work of encouraging and educating each and every one that we all come into contact with with the edifying task of identifying, endorsing, and inspiring new and existing Black businesses and individuals for the empowerment and prosperity of our community. In your weekly coronavirus awareness alert, Because We Care, last week it was our own personal anecdotes, but this week we're giving you the scoop directly from the CDC. Even as the major news organizations are basically only treating this life or death issue as an afterthought, So directly from the Centers for Disease Control is the following statement issued on Friday. Low vaccination rates coupled with ongoing increases in national and international respiratory disease activity caused by multiple pathogens, including influenza viruses, SARS, COVID, and RSV could lead to more severe disease and increased healthcare capacity strain in the coming weeks. Family, it's clear things are only going to get worse as the holiday traffic and travel intensify because of low vaccination rates and poor safety habits. So once again, here's our loving broken record message. We all have to press everyone that we can to get vaccinated or get the boosters. As millions of people are out and about this holiday season spreading all the respiratory infections, please arm yourselves by making sure that you've gotten your boosters if you haven't already and protect your loved ones by insisting that they have all gotten vaccinated. And remember to wash your hands regularly, wear masks in crowded situations, use plenty of disinfectants, and if you or your children do get sick, please stay home until the contagious period passes, as this is not anything you want to give to anyone anytime, period. No one wants this to be our last holiday season together with our loved ones because of these preventable diseases. We can and we must do better. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Norm. Thanks, Rod. And thanks, family, for your continued support. And as usual, like Rod said, the old drum beat about the virus. I posted an article on our Facebook page, the Brothers Talk Facebook page, that talked about how the virus is increasing. What's disappointing to me is this entire weekend, every place I went, there were very few people. I put There were very few of our people our kin folks, our cousins wearing masks. I've seen other races wearing masks and increasingly wearing masks. And I was surprised at that. But it's, it's disappointing that we're not wearing masks, that we're not protecting each other, that for some reason we think that we're superhuman or whatever the reason is, or we're just bent on being ignorant. So go out there. If you're not vaccinated, at least wear your mask. Norm? And I just want to remind everyone that fentanyl 
is right is killing more people in our community than any other drug and literally we are the highest percentage of deaths in this country because of this drug please we cannot move forward unless we're in good health we have to take care of ourselves and we have a special guest with us for this program, Sister Sydney Rhymes is an Atlanta native and 2018 graduate of Georgia State University, who's also a dynamic creative professional in digital marketing and social media management. Outside of her nine to five, this sister entrepreneur is the owner of Into Creation Studios, LLC, where, as she says, she uses her multi-hyphenate creativity in portrait, photography, and illustration. Sister Rines further states that her unique blend of creativity and business acumen vibrantly sets her apart in the realms of both art and commerce, with much, much more to come. Welcome, Sister Sydney. Hi, everyone. Yeah, that was a mouthful. <laughs> I think that encompasses pretty much what I do. Yeah, so I'm Sydney Rines. I am an Atlanta native, um, as it was stated in the bio. And I am here and ready to talk about business. Terrific. You have an interesting background. So what got you interested in pursuing this new sort of cutting edge strategy? Oh, that is a good, that's a nice question. I've never thought of it, honestly, as cutting edge or even a strategy. And that's not to discount what you said. I just think it's me being myself, but professionally and tapping into the creative resources that I do have um, since I was a kid, always been into the arts, always been into drawing and photos and how things are made and how they come together. Like I'm more interested in the behind the scenes than I am the actual product. The product product is cool, but when you're working in marketing or even photography, there is a lot of strategy that goes into each client or to each project. And that's kind of where I find my creative talents in, uh, coming into play with my professional talents. So, Sydney, um, mm-hmm. you just recently uh, designed a tote. I did. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about that, about that whole process of you coming up with the idea mm-hmm. and where you decided to... Uh, to actually advertise it and where people can get it. Yeah. So the tote that, um, I want to call you Uncle Chester so bad. <laughs> the tote that he's referring to um, is a tote that I designed for Higher Heights for America. Real brief, Higher Heights is essentially an organization that specializes in making sure that Black women um, on either side of the party line are continuously put in office. So I have a friend who works for Higher Heights. She reached out to me randomly or maybe not so randomly in the middle of the day. One day when I was working, she was like, hey, we need an illustration. Do you think you can do this thing? I generally ask, what's the time frame? What are the stipulations? Legally, what can we do? And when the client sends that back, I'm like, okay, well, I have an idea. (laughs) So Higher Heights has the license to use any likeness of Shirley Chisholm. And I was like, okay, well, what about an illustration and the hashtag Black Women Lead, which is their legal, they legally own the rights to the hashtag as well, um, printed with Shirley being the main focal point of the 
illustration. It can be used in stickers. It can be used on bags. It can be used on sweatshirts. And that's how that process um, kind of went through. I mean, kind of started, I should say. And of course, I go through different drafts, different versions, and the product is generally something they don't want to change because they love it so much. And it sounds a little braggy, but I try to really give them at least 95% of what I have so that when we do go back to touch up a little, a few things, it's things like color or can we change the typeface and things like that. Have you done any like video commercials or just, just still photography? So as far as photography, my, the, with my business, I just focus on portrait photography. However, at work, a part of my position as a marketing specialist is to source creators and to source influencers. And we call them garden evangelists for where I work specifically. So people who really rep the brand of the organization that I work for to come in and be a part of video or photo shoots for um, advertisements. So I have had a lot of play when it comes to video and photo ads um, when I'm in the nine to five world. So we actually just had a commercial syndicated on Cox that I was able to pull out, um, pick out, I should say, majority talent for that. So here's a kind of a wide ranging uh, question for you, Sydney. You know, uh, artificial intelligence or AI is mm -hmm. coming into the fore in so many of the digital platforms. Uh, have you seen it have an impact or do you have any concerns about it as it relates to your line of work? We try to embrace it, honestly, because the more what a lot of people don't realize about some marketing teams, and this is from conversations I've had with other colleagues or going to different um, conferences or just in Atlanta, just talking with my regular millennial marketing colleagues is that our teams are maybe five to six people for an entire organization. And that's a lot of work for few people. So I know at my job specifically, when it comes to marketing, and thankfully I'm more on the creative side of it, we do see an uptick in our graphic designers sourcing certain images through AI, playing with it. It's not the meat of a project, but it can help. Like I use ChatGPT when brain fog hits me and I have to write 20 social captions for one week. Sometimes I, I try not to reach for it. <laughs> I really try not to. But if I'm reaching the point of burnout and there are a lot of things happening at once, I'm going to use my tools to the best of my abilities, remix it here and there. But I don't depend on it. I should say that. I don't depend on it for it to enhance my job. It just assists where I need it. What what I wanted to ask was uh, what kind of, what kind of uh, um, time in terms of let's say we'll just you stay with the tote how long does it take you uh to complete a job generally uh a tote if it's not a rush job but uh, that sounds like it was a rush job but how long would you say in hours did it does it your a typical a typical job take you in hours for a 
And we're going to stay, let's, you said we'll stay with the tote. So for that tote, if it was not a quick turnaround, because that was a quick turnaround, she needed it. She asked me for it Thursday, and I said I would have it to her by that Monday because of how they needed to send it to the printer. Um, it would typically take, I want to, uh, I'll say about two weeks minimum, and that's to get first drafts ideas out of the way it's a really really rough idea and it also depends on the project so if this wasn't a full build out of products and shirts and all of this other stuff like it didn't need multiple elements it was it was simple enough that I knew I could deliver it even with work or if a photo client needed an answer to a question it could be done but on a typical timeline for a full build out of a project it could take as little as one month or up to three months it just depends on how many elements are needed if any of our listeners are interested in contacting you maybe to to do some work how how would they reach you listeners could email me at so there are a couple ways you can of course go to instagram and type in into creation studios and it will pop up and there's an email me button there. You could also go to my website, intocreationstudios.com. I have my portfolio of work on there, both illustration and photography. Or you can just send me an email at info at sydneymaria.com. All right. And Sydney, you get the last word. So in essence, what advice would you have for any young African-American entrepreneur who was looking to get started in any type of business. Um, is there th anything specific to your line of work or what have you learned along the way that you would impart to others who are potentially interested in going the route of self-employment? Ooh, so many things, but I would say there's room for you at the table. And if you don't want to sit at that table, go to a different room, go to a different place. There are no limits to what your creativity can do. I know how I've been in the past, like just turned 30. So I remember being early 20s, very ambitious, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and like, oh, this will be easy. And it's easy at first until you, you know, start to see the fruit of it. And you're like, oh, I need an EIN and I have to file taxes and I have to raise my rates. And that's an awkward conversation for a returning client. Um, but to just go through it, and it's going to be hard, but it's going to mature you and condition you to be better. And yeah, that is, that's the short version because I could go on about that, but just keep going. And it sounds so basic and it sounds very like, girl, is that all you going to say? Yeah, because the only way out is through. So that is great advice. And so we are so thrilled that you took the time to share with us as we reach, as we said earlier, the toward the end of 2023. <laughs> And yes. so we hope that others who are listening in, who are potentially thinking of getting 2024 off the right start by becoming an entrepreneur, will follow your example and your sage advice. And there you have it. Our guest for this program has been digital marketing and social media management professional, Sister Sydney Maria Rines, who is also the owner of Into Creation Studios, LLC, where she specializes in portrait photography and illustration as part of her creative foray into entrepreneurship. She's based in Atlanta, but you can check out her work on her website, 
IntoCreationStudios.com. Look her up on Instagram at IntoCreationStudios or email her info at SydneyMaria.com. That's Sydney with a C. So again, we thank you, Sydney, for joining us in this foray into entrepreneurship on the Brothers Talk. And you're welcome to come back and join us at any time. Yes, please. (laughs) So in our Black Business Spotlight, this is our last episode before Christmas. So all you last minute Lesters and Louises, we're continuing to repeat and push our relaunching Black Wall Street nationwide movement that we began back in 2020. We're committed and we continue to believe in this cause because we have to be true to ourselves and our communities. And we hope and pray that you join us. So let's promote and patronize every Black business that we can during the final days of the busiest season of the year for shopping of every type. We don't know of a product or service that Black businesses don't provide. So keep in mind, through the barrage of all the advertising dollars spent pushing goods and services of companies owned by people who don't look like us, we don't want to lose sight of our goal to use our dollars to uplift our communities instead of enriching other groups who don't need it nearly as much as our people do. Those who are not us don't invest in our communities, and neither does the government, especially when you consider how much they take from us. So our ongoing Black Business Spotlight theme during the holiday season is Let's Relaunch Black Wall Street Nationwide. That's a wrap for this week's show. I want to thank again our guest, Sydney Rhymes and remind you that you can find her into creation studios and we also want you to remember you can follow us or share your thoughts and communicate with us by sending your comments as well as questions and show ideas to the brothers talk on twitter facebook instagram or email us the brothers talk at gmail.com as always god willing we'll continue to keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future And until our next episode, know that we sincerely appreciate your time, your interest, and you can rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And finally, let's all do better today because that's all we really have.